Talking to your property management company on an ongoing basis will let you know where the leads are coming from, how you're filling those vacancies. So just keep that in mind early in the process to understand that so that going forward, six months, a year down the line, you know if you can turn a switch on somewhere that's going to produce a new lead source for you to get tenants to the property. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. Okay, welcome back. We're continuing our series today, and it's really good to have you. The series is covering full cycle apartment complex purchase, right? So that's what we're doing. We are, I think this is the fourth week that we have done this. And this one, we are going to be covering the transition period, which is the period immediately after you acquire the deal, getting your new property management company in place, executing your business plan, which means spending money and improving the property, if that's the plan. We cover mostly class B multifamily and value add because that's the type of property that you can go in and increase the NOI with the least amount of risk in our eyes. And so that's why I say execute the business plan and spend money, right? Because that's typically what we're doing. So that's what we're going to cover in this episode. Always, if you're getting any value out of the show, if we're helping you out a little bit, you're getting something, go on rate and review. We appreciate it. It helps us bring on better guests whenever we're going out and talking to people about coming on the show. But it also just increases the reach of the show so that we can reach more people just like you. We are on YouTube. So if you'd rather watch the show, go on to YouTube. It's at Cashflow. And we're also on Instagram. We just started out on Instagram, putting out a bunch of short form content. So you can check us out there. It's just under Randall McCleared, which is me. And let's jump into the show. Here we go. All right. Awesome. Again, we're going to talk about the transition phase here. So you just closed on a property. Congratulations. That's an awesome feeling. Now you've got some work you got to do and you got to get this thing humming in the direction that you and your team want it to be going in. Okay. So first things first, what you need your property management company to come in and they're going to be taking over. You're going to get access to the website if they have one. If they don't have one, you're going to have to build a website or have your property management company put one together for you. So you've got a lot of things and moving parts that are going on. Your role then changes into an asset manager unless you're the guy going out collecting the checks and you're signing leases. That's typically your property management. So again, we're going to assume that you have third-party property management on this deal. They're coming in and they're going to bring contractors in. You already have a, a laid out plan between you, the property management company, and the bank for the CapEx items or the capital expense items that you are going to be uh, spending money on. And this is now your time to start executing that. So a couple of things to note when you first take over, what can happen a lot of times is you'll see a dip in the NOI or it'll decrease. And one reason that happens is you're taking units offline or you could be taking units offline in order to remodel them and then put them back in service so that you can charge a higher rent than the prior owner was getting. So just be aware of that and understand that going in, talk to your investors if you have people coming on so that they understand that could happen. The cash on cash returns may be low in first year because we're doing our capital improvement plan, right? So if you are taking over the website, if you are changing the name of the property, then you're going to have to start ordering monument signs. You're going to start doing a number of things in order to do those improvements, right? While you're doing these items, you are going to have to get draws from the bank, assuming you had a budget with the lender to reimburse you for the capital expense items that you have. Okay. So while all these things are happening and you have a lot of moving parts, it's important that you as the owner or the operator 
understand how to keep everything together. So we have several things. One, you probably want to have some KPIs for your management company. KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. How many dollars do they spend on advertising? Are you spending any money on advertising? What is that yielding you in new tenants or new potential tenants coming and looking and touring the property? How many of those tours turn into actual leases? How many leases are coming due next month? And so you need all these forward-looking statements and real-time indicators to tell you if you're getting enough eyeballs on your units, if they're leasing out, and then you can fix the problems as they come up. Because if you have 100 people looking at a single unit and none of them sign a lease, something's going on. Either it's not in the best shape, the property manager is saying the wrong thing, or something's happening. Obviously, that's an extreme case. But you have these items that you can look at and you're talking to your property management company either on a daily or a weekly basis at the very beginning because you're handling and making sure that they're on top of things as well. So if you are getting draws from the bank, then you also need to be aware of the contractors and the liens that they can put or may put on the property. So when you are dispersing funds for the draw, you need to get a signed release of lien from those contractors and just pay attention to that because it's one of the things that you're working on this project, they can and they may put liens on in order to pay. So that's one thing. The other side of it, when you're remodeling property, keep in mind how many units and how many upgrades you can do in a given month, right? It's not realistic to think if you have 100 units that all need upgrades that you can do 50 a month, right? It's just not realistic. You don't want your property to be 50% occupied and have a ton of work going on all around the property unless you buy it and it's 50% occupied and you can do all of that at once so that then you can basically move all those tenants over or a portion of them. So just keep in mind the number of units and upgrades and turns that you can do in any given time and try to keep the property healthy and cash flowing throughout your remodel process, right? Some of the other things to keep in mind, talking to your property management company on an ongoing basis will let you know where the leads are coming from. If you're not getting any leads, why not? How you're filling those vacancies and so just stay on top of them with what they're doing either on social media, on marketing, on using a sourcing company to place tenants. Like Where are you getting all your leads from? So just keep that in mind early in the process to understand that so that going forward, six months, a year down the line, you know if you can turn a switch on somewhere that's going to produce a new lead source for you to get tenants to the property. So again, let's assume that you syndicated this deal. You've got investors that are there. It's really important that you stay in touch with them and you explain to them what's happening at the property level so that they build their trust with you so that you are showing them that you are executing the business plan that you put in place or told them and sold them on early in the process when they gave you some money. So just like you are having conversations with your property management company on a daily or weekly basis at the beginning and throughout the process of ownership, you should be having a regular cadence with your investors and talking to them saying, hey, look, you know, we said we're going to fix the pool. We did that. Here's a picture of it. Check it out. Jump on a webinar, do something on a regular basis. And early in the process, it may be a weekly call or a monthly call. And then you can transition to maybe quarterly or some other cadence that makes more sense as the property is stabilized and it's just performing and you're really just giving reports at that point. All right. Awesome. So that's going to wrap up our transition period phase, the discussion. Next week, we're going to talk about disposition and that's the fun part. That's when you make the money, presumably. All right. You guys have a good one. Catch you on the next episode. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate, hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. 
Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.